0: We're all trying to catch up with technology, but developers aren't waiting for us. So where is tech going, and where will it take the mortgage industry? Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Sabino, head of multimedia for National Mortgage Professional, and today I'm joined by Sandeepa Sasha Mohan, product manager at ServiceLink. You'll hear our conversation after this quick word from our sponsor.
1: Mortgage Women Magazine. It's where women's voices are heard. Find it free at
0: www.mortgagewomenmagazine.com. Sandy, thanks for joining me. Thanks,
1: Mike. It's great to be here.
0: So uh, we certainly have a lot of, um, we've seen a lot of technological advances in a lot of industries, including in the mortgage industry. And for a while, even people in the industry have criticized mortgage originators for for not catching up with the times. But does it seem like we're finally doing that? We're finally realizing, yes, you have to embrace technology if you want to survive in 2023?
1: Yeah, that's actually actually really good question. What I've seen in the last five years is this incline of adopting new technology has become a lot more easier for us. We have seen more investment in our industry specifically towards technology and its enablement and where we can go with that as a customer journey experience, right? I think that's where we have seen a lot of improvement investment.
0: And and I think a lot of people are sort of just now, even if you're tech savvy, sort of understanding what artificial intelligence is versus it's just a, a, a good bot that answers ethic, you know, not everything is artificial intelligence. So for people who don't understand what it is, sort of give us a, a general understanding of what makes an artificial intelligence versus just some other computing program.
1: Oh, that's also a good question. So usually, um, we in our technology, we use the word that's actually a generative AI, which means that it can largely understand the problem statement in front of it and devise answers, right? Uh, in the true world of AI, it would be like an actual conscious, like understanding and learning new stuff automatically instead of being um, being trained and a computer program telling you how to answer these questions. And that's where you're going to see a lot of like natural language coming through. You're going to see a lot of... Um, complex problems being answered um, more in a human nature than you have seen historically, which is a very computer robotic manner.
0: And and what are some of the ways that we can use that now is obviously one of the components being that it's, it's teachable. What, what can we teach it to do right now in the mortgage industry?
1: Yeah. With the, what we have seen in the recent development, especially if you've seen, you know, the buzz around chat GPT, is this understanding of complex, large data and where it really plays a a big role in our industry and in other industry is emergence of patterns that we have never seen before and predictability that we have never seen before. It's understanding of large data set to drive solutions is what's really, really impressive.
0: But obviously it's not foolproof, right? I mean, we we've asked it to do some stuff here and you have to be careful what parameters you put in because it will it will get a little maybe too creative and make up quotes or it will pull old data sets that maybe aren't current. So, you know, you you can't just let it go and, and copy and paste when it's done.
1: Uh, Yes, absolutely. Um, So like any other programming language, it is learning from the data it was provided. And And it will be as good as the data it was provided. So it will be biased if the data was biased, right? So just like your opinion, if you constantly listen to a particular podcast, your views kind of shift towards that podcast, right? So the AI is kind of similar. So if you expose it to certain biases, it's going to learn that bias. And the big, thing what we have seen which is good and bad is ai trying to predict like like a human conversation right humans try to predict what you're going to respond my questions as and then try to prepare the next set which is what ais are doing as well um so yes the as long as the data is good the answers will be good the data is bad the answer is bad
0: and so trying to do some some you know Applications in the mortgage industry—you—you you laid some out earlier—and we do have some companies that are using them for very mortgage-specific things. I know Insta they have something to help with origination, or, or you know, um, I'm sorry, uh, lead generation, and on the front end of the pre-application process. Um, uh, SunWest Mortgage has has uh, software that can underwrite a loan, um, but but those have to be designed specifically, if I understand correctly, to the mortgage industry. If you try to use ChatGPT. If you have to train it, it's probably not trained to, to work specifically on those functions, right? Because it doesn't have the data sets and the language.
1: Yes, you're absolutely correct. Now, the biggest hurdle that lies in front of any such AI technology is our governance and industry standards and regulations, right? As you know, our mortgage industry houses a lot of PII data that has a lot of security requirements. So we have to be very controlled in the way we expose that kind of large data to an AI model right? So that's one of the very fundamental security restrictions that is in front of any technological or automation. Now, the, the way the automation has been incorporated in a lot of these mortgage processes is exactly what you've been thinking, like sort of segregating the non-PII data to extract the predictability of certain things, right? Like, will this loan go through? What we have seen historically this loan translate as, right? Like, are we seeing a faster pattern? Can we segregate loans that will, that are just so simple that it will close faster, right? So trying to give that predictability even to the customers as they walk into some of these processes um, is what's backed by the AI, right? That's what AI is doing, is sort of um, taking out the heavy data-centric problems that used to be very difficult for a human to crunch through. Um, It's very easy for computers because there's a lot of them, Um, So they can crunch through them much faster and sort of bubble up these patterns that we had never seen and could never use.
0: Don't miss California's largest mortgage originator show. The California Mortgage Expo returns to Irvine on May 4th and 5th. See us at camortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. camortgageexpo.com. So you could even use it, even if you can't write the loan with it, you can sort of set expectations or or sort of sort of do like maybe a pre-screening. Yeah, this this meets sort of the traditional qualifications, or we might have to do this instead because of of a particular problem.
1: Yes, exactly. And we're looking at a different types of technology, right? So when I'm talking automation in general, it's not just AI. There are other models like, you know, how far have we come with uh, data from for documents? You, as you know, our industry is very document centric. And so as technologies develop even in that area, back again by in their own models by AI on how to understand a document, how to read a document, we see efficiencies there too. So any process that used to take three, four manual days could now just be a review and a click away.
0: And can I sort of narrow chat GPT with, you know, it, people tend to use it and it searches the internet. Can I steer it towards maybe some in-house data that I have to help guide those answers in a way that's personal to my company and, and our capabilities?
1: Yes, absolutely. So that is the next gen of ChatGPT. is how can we customize that? And that's the near future for us, right? How do we customize that to give right answers and answer specific to a person. So that's where I see AI heading, is this tailoring of very user-centric experiences based on user-centric data. So that, you know, if anything interacts with Mike, it knows exactly what Mike likes to hear and how he understands information better and sort of tailor that to you. Whereas, um, and it's similar for customer service experiences.
0: How far off do you think that is? Because obviously we've seen even just with chat GPT, it's evolved very quickly before our eyes, even as they're sort of, you know, all of this is done by trial and error and they're they're updating it very quickly.
1: It's very, very quick. Um, You have seen like four iterations of chat GPT come out in six months. That's very, very impressive. And now very big industry leaders like Microsoft, uh, who who is like backed ChatGPT, Amazon's entered into the market so as as Bing. So I see only escalation of uh, of new technologies coming into the market. I think we we are very close. I'm I'm I am very hopeful. Within a year or two, we're going to see a lot more customization of this process. It still has a hurdle of you know getting through and uh, access to a lot of large data. But I think two years in, we're going to be in a very very different spot.
0: And obviously, the companies backing them are are largely tech companies, computer company, you know, computer uh, based companies. Um, do do we think we'll see companies, for example, in the mortgage industry and in other, f- saying, "Hey, we want to work with you to to solve our certain tasks, and we might share data so that you can understand how to do that faster."
1: Oh, yes. Actually, a lot of mortgage industry leaders, big companies, including um, our company ServiceLink, work very closely with Microsoft to sort of define our industry's problems that are so unique to us and having them solve that pattern that can then be exposed externally to the outer world. So that journey has actually very much already begun. Like if you see other AI technologies, like we were talking about OCR a minute ago, right? So Read API um, or Azure AI, which is Microsoft product, um, we collaborate very closely with them in order to come up with the industry specific problem answers. Um, and that so that journey that we've been in for the last two years with them. So we're like, we're like very forward. but yes, we have some problems in our industry that are of course very specific and more complex in nature because of the security requirements. And that will continue to be something that we will work through. Um, But I'm glad to say that, you know, we've not been left for this particular race. We have not been left behind.
0: What are, you know, what are some of the other things that you maybe are there things that, uh, everyday uses with AI that we're not seeing right now within the mortgage industry, of course. Are there, are there? What are some of the other things? I guess let me start that question again. What are some of the? What are some of the other things that you see us doing with AI in the future? Um, specific things or or broader things that it might lead to in the mortgage industry.
1: I think right now for the mortgage industry, our focus is really going to be that customer journey and transparency. I think the transparency of what a complex process mortgage insurance really is, is very much a black box. When I joined this industry, I really didn't understand it, right? Like I, as a customer, did not understand all the steps involved. And I think AI and all automation in general is going to provide us this, almost like this, um, transparency with this process and help us customize a lot of the journeys that the end user will go through because we are constantly analyzing larger and larger sets of data to understand what were the patterns that we could never detect before that we see and then customize, like, again, going back to what we were talking before, right? Customizing that end user journey, right? And that's where I see big steps happening uh, for, for automation, We've seen a lot of adoption of digital technologies for signing electronically, and I see that getting adopted. Um, I see a lot of counties now doing a lot of recordings and a lot of um, data excavations online, which is going to be huge for us. Like we're cutting off slowly these very traditional processes and adopting a lot of electronic processes, which is going to be huge. It's really going to shrink down the timeline that we look at when we look at an order or a loan processing.
0: Yeah, I think that customer experience thing is—you know—we always hear about how frustrating it is, and and obviously that's a huge difference in whether or not you you can get a referral is is how smooth the process is. I mean, my my own mortgage—we <laughs> were just talking about it yesterday here. Um, we started the process in December. So obviously, it goes over to January. And, and during the process, I asked my loan officer, you know, I got my new tax return, you know, my tax forms. Do you, do you need a copy of these? And no, 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 we're fine. And then, like two days later, he's calling me in a panic. They need those right now. And between AI and some of the other ways that obviously we can now electronically share documents, that probably would have been a lot less panicky, even if the loan officer gave me the wrong answer initially.
1: Yes. And even like, if you think about your journey, particularly if you talk about that example, right? Where AI will be really handy is telling you as you work through your process, hey, I know where your loan information is, like where your loan, uh, loan status is. I know where your tax status is. I know when it's due, right? So you will need to bring X, Y, and Z documents to your signing beforehand, right? Unprompted by the user or the loan officer, because it knows what data will be required for smooth sailing and a smooth
0: closing right into the fact that it's learning and it's repeatable it will know hey we've rolled over have you gotten new tax documents yet and, and questions like that right um the the flip side is what are what are maybe some of the limitations as we think of of all of the ways that ai can can change the world what are some limitations that maybe won't stop it but will slow down or or limit some of the progress that we'll see
1: Yeah. For our industry specifically, like we talked about, I think having access to PII data is a huge thing, right? We want to make sure that we, and usually security takes time, right? Like it takes time to work out the right protections we need to put in place to ensure the customers feel safe, that their data is protected. And that will always be the number one concern for us. Um, But in other areas, we also see as it's still very early for AIs to be fully automated. I think what we're gonna see is um, pattern detections um, being raised up for faster decision-making, but the decision-making still lies with the human factor, right? It Like humans are better equipped to make those risk decisions, to make those judgmental calls, because we understand context better than AI today. Um, will, Will that continue the case like 10 years from now? Probably not. But today, as we find, um it still doesn't have that understanding of um, common sense judgment calls. And so that will still continue to lie, I think, with the human factor. And that could be we could see that not going away anytime soon,
0: yeah. I think that's a good point, you know, in general, but but certainly it applies to the mortgage industry in the way that you know this stuff is still designed to mimic humans to so the extent that we want it to do new things. We're going to need humans to do those things, right? I mean, people talk about AI can write a book. Well, it can write a book that copies what's been written. It's not going to take us to the new frontier of art. So within the mortgage industry, people who are worried about AI taking our jobs, you know, obviously it makes processes efficient. Some people, some positions will be expendable, but we still need people to keep the industry moving to where it needs to go, right?
1: Yes, exactly. We should see it more as the repetitive task being eliminated, where we're keeping a lot of of higher-level decision-making tasks with the people.
0: And and of course, there's also the the front side, the customer-facing side that you know AI can take take your info and answer basic questions. But I know you know people still like to talk to humans. They still like to sort of have that trust factor, and and I we're probably a long long way away from from robots being able to to replicate that
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I I think that that experience with a human representative is such a crucial one, because sometimes you just need context and understanding of an overall situation that a computer will never be able to crunch, right? Um, It can tell you your updates, it can tell you what you should predict, but never understand the situation a person might be in personally to make those judgment calls. And I think that's the real... Real human nature, right? Like it's it's the soft skills um, that humans bring that comu- computers just can't mimic.
0: Absolutely, uh, Sandy. Anything else you wanted to add?
1: No, I think this was great. I'm I'm very glad more people are kind of investing and interested in the technology. Um, I'm I'm a huge technology advocate, so I I love how ChatGPT and and innovations like that have gained the attention of more more people towards technology and how easy it is to get incorporated in the world. People don't, um, I know sometimes it's very such nuances and people don't realize this, but AI has already crept into your world. You know, when you type emails and you see the predictive, the emails trying to predict what you're typing, that's AI, you know, like your text being predicted, that's AI. So I'm glad people are getting more comfortable with it it and like more up. A more invested in it because that will definitely be a very good source of like it leaping out, leaping into its next gen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. People don't realize how much the robots are already in our lives and it's not just Roombas and Zumbas. It's <laughs> okay. the, the predictive tech system. Uh, Sandy, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Well, thank you so much, Mike, for having me.
0: The Originator Connect Network. The nation's largest producer of mortgage events is about fostering a community founded on professionalism, collaboration, and personal and professional growth, connecting you to the story of your success. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Cutampere, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was status by Jamie Bathgate, And the music you hear now is Glossy by SkyGaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.